There are no angles for alignment. The round shape makes the heavy covers easier to put back on once they're taken off. They're also easier to manufacture. Why would you ever know that that's easier to manufacture? <laughs> Welcome to Spinsters, a podcast where we get a perfect zero on the Wonderlick. I'm Haley O'Shaughnessy. And I'm Jordan Liggins. Uh, before we get into it, today's stuff, we should do the rate and review thing because we've never said that on our podcast. Oh my gosh, we have it. And we're semi-dependent on it. So if you <laughs> can rate and review us, that would be wonderful. Um, if you're new to Spinsters, cause a lot of people have, I think been brought in by Alex Wong's really, really, really good episode, which was last we Yay. come on every Tuesday and talk like this today. We were going to talk about the draft and what's happening. And then we have something special on Thursdays, which is maybe a piece like Alex Wong. We have a contributor coming in, telling us a story. Maybe Jordan's telling me a story. Maybe we're just interviewing somebody. So that's our setup. Um, look at, listen to Alex Wong's episode. Listen to Zach Stafford's episode before that. They're yes. great. Jordan just so did an good. interview with Julie Kliegman, our friend. That was really good. I did one with Paul Shear three weeks, two, three weeks ago. Three weeks ago. <laughs> Time's weird. Go back and listen to those. That's the good news. Is those are evergreen. <laughs> and then rate and review. You can be honest. If you don't like it that much, you don't have to give us five stars. We're supposed to say five stars, but I was thinking about it. I think that's kind of wrong. What? I well, think I mean, if you if you want, like if you want to, yeah. But I'm not gonna pressure you. If you think it's a four-star show, I think you know it's like five stars. I think you're five <laughs> stars. And together we're five stars. I just but pressure we you all, doing anything I know, you want to do. <laughs> I, I agree. This is a safe space. We don't want to add pressure. There's a lot of pressure in life. This is not another place to add pressure. But also, you know, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, my I, mom told me. <laughs> I, I don't know. Do you read the reviews? I don't read the reviews, but our producer... Yeah. Harry does read the reviews. So if you put in like an Easter egg or something, he will pick it out and send it mm. to us. And those are nice. But um, yeah, just full. Disc oh, my God. I just saw Simone Biles exited the Olympics because of mental health. I got the ESPN notification. What? But good for Simone. But also it's bad for us. Oh, no. How many athletes has that been this year? A lot. Have you noticed that in the individual sports? I, no, that's not true. I was going to say there's not as much pushback as when Kyrie was like, hey, I need a break uh, last season. But there has been. People have been awful. Like Megan Kelly has been so fucking foul I, to Naomi Osaka. She's like, you need a break, but you did a documentary. And Naomi tweeted her back and said, I did that documentary last year. Or two years ago, if you watch it, Biggest she obviously didn't. It was really good. It's on Netflix. You'll see that they're doing it before the pandemic even starts, like long before. Also, she I love what she said. Like, I'm so thankful for that break because now she's playing so well. And she said, I'm happy. But I, I think also she just got out. 
last night. Oh, she did get, get yeah, out. Well, she said that she said that a couple of days ago. Just just saying that, you know, regardless of the result, she was happy and she needed the break. But then I also looked at her Instagram and I don't think her and Corday are together anymore. No. Which makes me really sad. Really? Why? But I, I guess that? she's sad. Because she there's no photos of him on her Instagram anymore. What about They're all deleted? Him on hers. Let me look. I'll look. He wasn't, she wasn't really on his. Oh my God. Yeah, she lost yesterday. The headline, okay, the headline says Naomi Osaka crashes out of Olympics. Oh. <laughs> Why? That is so I love intense. The synonyms. I love um, when different publications try to be really like use synonyms.com because this is ESPN ousted. Tennis.com falls to Eurosport crashes. <laughs> Yahoo Sports upset by South China Morning Post. Osaka says this one sucks after shock exit. I bet it does. I bet that's horrible. Yeah. Um, her hair was so cute, though. It was. I love a colorful braid, a colorful box braid at the Olympics. Um. Anyway, long, long way of saying. Yeah, that was that was saying? a turn. Yeah, I would love. I would five stars would be great. I think that would help. <laughs> I forgot that would what you're talking about individually that. and collectively in this podcast. But do what you do what you feel like. I can't. What am I gonna say? Yeah, everyone else is. Simone Biles is. Do do what you feel. Courtney has you literally nothing on his Instagram. He has one post, and it's like an, an animated. Oh, that's his album cover. I don't like it. Hmm. So he did the whole delete everything, huh? Well, okay. Um, good to know. Put my phone back up. Dang it. You wanna talk about the trade? Yeah, let's talk about it. A trade actually happened. First trade. Brr, 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 brr. Memphis sent Valanchunez and the twenty twenty one number seventeen and fifty one picks to New Orleans for Steven Adams, Eric Bledsoe, twenty twenty one picks. 10 and 40 in a protected 2022 first round pick via the Lakers. It's a lot per Woj. So that's essentially New Orleans is trading up. No, Memphis is trading up because they get the 10th pick. Yeah. And New Orleans gets the 17th pick. Oh, I'm so sad for Valanciunas. I feel like he just plays his heart out and does really well and gets along with people and fits, makes himself fit whatever team. And then he just gets bounced place to place. I just really liked him with Memphis. I really did. I don't, if you're Memphis, I don't know why you even offer him up. Like, I don't. I'm I'm not sure, especially for I think Steven, they just threw, yeah, and yeah. you get Steven Adams, and then you get Eric Bledsoe, they who at this point in. is a negative. <laughs> they threw him in. That was just like a like I just um, sold my chair on offer up, and then I also had this lamp, and I was like, "Do you want this lamp? Like, you don't have to pay; it's free." <laughs> and she was like, "Yeah, this actually goes with my theme." And I was like, They're "I like- know, I had the chair <laughs> and the lamp." <laughs> Take it. That's what I feel like they did to Eric Bledsoe. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Anyway. Um, do you like it for Memphis? Um, They get the 10th pick. They get Steven Adams. 
Yeah. I think getting Steven Adams is actually more of, in my mind, a good idea anymore than it is on paper. Right. Um, I'm blinded by his beauty. I'll say it. Um, <laughs> I love an accent. Like, I just, I don't think I can fairly judge him. I look at him and I see Aquaman. And, yes. uh, automatically. Can you hear my stomach through the mic? No. <laughs> I woke up too late to eat something. That would be really loud if we could hear your stomach. I'll let you well, know. So this happened to me when I in high school when I was taking the ACT. It, well, all through college too, but I'd learn how to control it because if you either drink ginger tea, eat anything ginger, or like have peppermints on hand, your stomach will not be loud. Oh, good to know. Yeah, because it's mortified me my whole life yeah. up to that. And the worst Same. was the ACT because every – or the SAT. Yeah, it was the SAT. Everybody was concentrating. Obviously, it's the SAT. <laughs> As am I. And I ate before it two waffles. And my stomach just starts growling so loud. Like, literally so to loud. To the point people where they, looking, like, turn oh. around. Yeah. Yeah, oh. people were – it was so embarrassing. So, anyway, just – Wouldn't be the first time, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. (laughs) There's been a lot of trade rumors. Yeah, especially for the Lakers. One that I saw that I actually really love is Kuzma for Buddy Heald. And you know what? I will drive. I'm from Sacramento. I will drive Kuzma up to Sacramento personally and bring back Buddy Heald. I think that's a no-brainer for the Lakers. But according to sources and rumors, we have Damian Lillard, we have Bradley Beal, we have Russell Westbrook, we have every single guard in the NBA. Some Chris Paul somehow coming to the Lakers, which... I feel like this phase is just the flirting phase of trade talks. And then I'm not really going to pay attention until, you know, things start happening. But yeah, and the Lakers are Libras. They flirt with everybody. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, everyone's mine. Totally. The Buddy Heald one, unless it's a I I actually have not seen this. So maybe I'm missing something. But unless it's a situation like was that last year or was that two years ago? I think it was two years ago where he said, I want out. Mm hmm trade me like I want out of here unless it's that situation why exactly would the kings do that right I mean the king kings will king because they make horrible decisions all the time but that's also what a lot of people and Laker fans are talking about is it actually doesn't make sense for the kings at all not even like Kuzma doesn't help that team I think they're gonna throw in KCP in that too like that doesn't make the kings better at all but if it's a situation where Buddy is like, yeah, this Sacramento, this 916, it's not for me. Buddy, trust me, I was there. Is that the Leave. area code? Yeah, that's area You know code. it's bad when it's not an identifiable area code. <laughs> Only people from there know. But yeah, get out, Buddy. Save yourself. Come to L.A. Uh, yeah, if you can, I suppose. That would be fun for him. Mm-hmm. There's rumors that Brandon Ingram – it's going to be traded to the Heat. Yeah. Bradley Beal's rumored to, like, he's been connected to everywhere. The Celtics, the Warriors, the Sixers, the Heat, the Hawks. Ben Simmons, 
Yikes. I feel like they're almost made up right now. Like I haven't yeah. seen anything concrete where another team's interested in him. Like you said, Damian Lillard's been connected to the Lakers and Pascal Siakam has been connected to the Warriors, which is interesting. Oh, that is interesting. I'm sure Raptors fans aren't happy about that. For me, like who do you want to get out most? I think the easy answer is Ben Simmons, but for me, it's Bradley Beal. Like when something no longer serves you, Mm -hmm. when it stresses you out, when you're lying to your friends about him being nice and all the nice things he did for Valentine's Day, get out. It's time. Yeah. It's time. It's time. Especially when, you know, Russell Westbrook's name is getting thrown everywhere, then it's like, Bradley's like, wait, wait, I thought we were going to be in this together. He's like, nah, I can't do it. Yeah, and he's so, like, he's leaving? Yeah. I I want it. I, I feel like he has to want it, you know? He has to There's want no to leave. There's no way. Every time he says, I love this organization, I'm like, blink twice. <laughs> <laughs> he likes it, holds up the help sign. Yeah. I love There's it There's no way. <laughs> I'm sorry, it just can't come out like five times a season that you're unhappy and rumors say you're unhappy and you're on the bench and you're pissed and we see it. Yeah. This just ha- that happens it. with relationships until you decide that you're done until the person does. It does not matter what your friends say. Mm-hmm. Not like we're friends, but <laughs> we could be. I mean, Hey, I'm open to it. <laughs> if he wants to be friends, <laughs> just so I can be friends with his wife and they're really cute baby. Yeah. She's great. Um, the baby's great. With Damian Lillard, what do you think? Would you be sad if he left? I would be sad. It seems like he's, again, not happy. The pressure is on. Um, I-, I think whatever decision either the organization makes or if he forces a trade, it's going to be monumental. Like, this is a change in his career. Either he goes and... I don't know. I, I think he looks at Giannis and he's like, wow, he got a ring. He didn't join a super team. Like, I can do that, too. Or he's like, Lakers sound pretty good. And it's more of a guarantee. I, I, whatever choice he makes, though, this has to be the year that some move is made. He's running. I, I don't want to say he's running out of time, but it's it's he's time. running out of time. Damn time. He's 31. <laughs> he just turned 31 on July 15th. A cancer. It, it's time. Yeah. But I don't know. I I still want to hold out a little hope that they send him more help. But I don't even know who that help is. I think that's where I pause. Because I'm like, who? what is the player that's going to magically fix this and not just put a Band-Aid over this organization? And how do you get them? Right. It's hard for me to imagine them letting CJ go and coming back with somebody who is better than him. Right. The Blazers do not appear that savvy to me. Not at all. We just saw who they hired as their coach. Okay, I thought I was going to sneeze. Sorry. You want to talk about the draft? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so I th- we talked about both coming with like three players we liked. Yes. Do you want to go first? Sure. Um, so 
I feel like this is an obvious one, but Jalen Suggs loved, loved watching him play in the final four for Gonzaga. And I know a lot of eyes were on him, you know, after he made that incredible shot to keep their undefeated season going. And he's just a really solid guard. He reminds me of like Jamal Murray, where he's a scoring guard, but also a leader of his of his team. Um, but I saw on his Instagram, his new sponsor is Chipotle. And I don't think that's a good look for him. I can just see it. Why? Are they problematic? I have gotten sick from Chipotle. Many of my friends and family have gotten sick. I thought this was going to be like a Ben and Jerry's. Like they sell, they like support is all right. No. So they're pro Palestine. Look into his (laughs) future. (laughs) I can look into his future. And see him posting Chipotle staged photos and then having a quote-unquote flu game. But it turns out he was horribly food poisoned by his own sponsor, Chipotle. All of these athlete, college athlete sponsorships are so funny. They don't have any of the savvy. I'm like, we need to pair up every player with an Instagram model or influencer or whatever so they know how to do the ads more smoothly because they're so bad right now they're so staged i love chipotle (laughs) i eat it for every meal period hashtag ad (laughs) actually what is captioned (laughs) it was like i've i've ate chipotle forever it's great at chipotle hashtag ad and he's like in the bleachers with the bag of chips and a burrito bowl and I'm like, yo, your stomach is not, it's not looking good. Wow. I really like Chipotle. I, it's hit or miss. I just have people, you know, they went through that whole thing where nobody was eating it because, you know, the chicken was bad. The lettuce was, it was like one thing after another. I felt kind of bad. Wasn't for everyone's lettuce bad? Well, they. Didn't Romaine go through something where they. They did. Romaine went through, it went through a tough time. <laughs> For everyone. Sorry, she's barking. Hey. Elvie's not into Chipotle. <laughs> um. Okay. So overall, you're feeling good about him. Your concern is that he's sponsored by Chipotle. That is my concern. That is my concern. But he's also dating um female basketball phenom Haley Van Lith. Who goes to Louisville? Uh, first of all, really good first name. Yeah. Talk about like getting sponsors. She's going to get a lot of sponsors. She has so many followers. She has. Out of high school. Yeah. I think I read somewhere that if she did want to go off of name, image, and likeness, like she's already in the millions just based off of her high school. And, you know, she made the all ACC freshman team. But they're like a power couple, basketball, 19-year-old power couple. So happy for them. I didn't know that. After the Naomi stuff, I'm like, yeah, maybe keep it to yourself. Just so, you know, later on, it doesn't have to be a thing you're asked about. It's definitely going to be a thing they're asked about. I know that his being best friends with Paige 
fuckers. <clears throat> they grew up together and and all of that. They were rumored to be dating, but no. They're still BFFs. So I love his support for women's basketball and he's surrounded by strong female basketball players. So uh, that's what, also why I'm feeling really good about him. Likes women's basketball. That's a good sign. <laughs> great sign. <laughs> so do many of the greats in the league. So one could argue it, it is uh, important to success. Mm-hmm. I'm with that. Mine's really obvious. One of us had to do it, though. It's Cade. Yeah. Cade Cunningham, guard out of Oklahoma State, obviously. Um, the I think in 2021, probably since like 2018, we can say this, the highest rookie commodity, if Lucas proven anything, is the potential to have an immediate impact in the league. Mm-hmm. But it's also one of the hardest things to judge because that has been attached to people before. Oh, he'll immediately translate. But you can't ever predict a, a few things. Is the team hospitable? Because you know some coaches like infamously do not let rookies play through mistakes. Yeah. Are the stakes high? The transition might look rougher because you're judging it against the relativity of being able to compete right away. Like mm-hmm. SGA got the grace of not doing that, for example. Yeah. Uh, is he a shooter? Is he known for a defense? Because sometimes those are also the hardest things to translate. Kate is literally both. But he's also everything. That's why people are desperate for him. That's what you need to know about this draft is that people are desperate for Kate Cunningham. Yes. <laughs> um, no offense to the rest of this episode, but if he doesn't go to Detroit, this has all been a failure. <laughs> Have you seen that they're uh, like looking around like they're thinking... Yeah. They're going to do an Anthony Bennett. They're going to be like, I don't know. Maybe there's something more interesting out there. Yeah. There's not. <laughs> there's not. Great passing. Great vision. Good yeah. size at 6'8". Good defensive potential. Good shooting potential. Not super athletic. Not outstandingly so. Um, alliteration is on his side. Mm, always his love parents that. are Carrie and Keith Cunningham. Did you know that? No. How cute. Yeah, it is cute. I didn't look up any siblings, but catchy matters. Um, again, we've how many times have we said why Chris Middleton has had such a hard time getting legitimacy? Not catchy. Mm. I also I, like I that. remember that he got an offer from Kentucky and he did not go there as a oh, global a graduate. This is very you. important <laughs> to me. Yeah, good work, good judgment. Pass on Cal, so I'd say he's indisputably a good passer. Um, he says he loves Detroit, which is also very cute. I've seen a lot of this from the Pistons fans in my life, which is few. Um, and he's also, he says, I love Detroit. I've been listening to Detroit music, which is very adorable. Detroit is underrated. Plus, they, they have really good house music. Like, they're not the annoying ones, the original. So, huh. Cade, looking good. Looking good. Pick Cade, Detroit. I did read that, that they're not all in, which it's like, why? This don't is, do another Donovan Mitchell. Don't mess up. Don't, don't pass mess on this him. up. <laughs> Someone named Luke or something similar. <laughs> oh, what's your next one? Um, I really, really like Jonathan Kaminga. 
250. Solid, solid player. Um, long, lengthy. And Brian Shaw for the G League Ignite said he is their best two-way player. And, I mean, we know that a two-way player does really well in the NBA. We love that. Um, I think that just a tangent here. These players coming from the G League, this is the first year that this has happened. They're going to be different. And LaMelo Ball has showed us this. It's not a normal rookie, just like you're saying, like playing through rookie mistakes or the shock of the big stage or playing against these grown men. Like they've already done that. And what was so surprising with LaMelo, he looked so comfortable. Like he was like, oh, I'm a pro already. Like this isn't anything new. This isn't anything different. And his age didn't show, even though he wasn't, excuse me, even though he wasn't a starter, he, I I don't know, it just, he didn't look shocked by his role and everything that he needed to bring to uh, the Hornets. And I think Kamenga is going to be the same way. A lot of these players uh, that are coming out of the, the G League. But he has his own Instagram for his French Bulldogs. This is going to be a great transition for him. He's already living the life of the, the rich and famous. The dog's names are Dior and Prada. Are you kidding? <laughs> okay. <laughs> he is already there. He's like, oh, this is, uh, this is the lifestyle. I've embraced it. It's our, it, his dog in sunglasses is his profile picture on Instagram. And I think it's going to be a smooth transition to the NBA for him. Not only because he's a two-way player, played great in the G League, but because his dogs have their own Instagram. He's really athletic. Yes. That's, that, anytime his name gets brought up, that's like my main thing. Super athletic. Good at finishing at the rim. I guess, mm-hmm. you know, pro capitalism. <laughs> those dog names so that's good you picked the right career um if that's what's important to you <laughs> uh french bulldogs are so cute but They're i worry about them so cute i was I talking know. to my friend the other day you had one and she was telling me about how prone they are to health problems yeah my sister has one his name is ghost and he's deaf like oh, their ears i didn't even know that that was one of is that common I think so, yeah, because of how their ears are formed. That's what the vet was telling my sister anyway. She was really torn up about it, but also knew when she got them as a puppy that they are prone to health problems. But they're so cute. Yeah, they're really cute. I guess that's good judge. You know, we could go in between. They're really cute. How are you going to resist it? I know, especially as puppies. Yeah. Uh, my next one is James Buchanite. Great out of UConn. Uh, I love a fast, explosive guard, and that's what this man is. I also love when a guard rebounds. It's not yes. like he was it's he wasn't averaging a double double. He's averaging a little less than six rebounds a game his sophomore year. But if a guard tries to get in there, especially a shorter guard, yes, trust that effort because that reflects everywhere. Terry Rogier says yes. Mm-hmm. He, James is 6'3", so it's not he's not that short. 
if you Google me, you'll see that I'm six four. <laughs> I discovered that last night. Wait, what? Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yes, a friend Googled me. Google me. I'm six four. Um That's what's amazing. The, what's the tallest you've ever dated? My boyfriend is six four right now. Okay. Uh yes, that the tallest I've ever dated was six five. On occasion, I think that this depletes, height depletes um, the need to get a personality. <laughs> that was my experience with that ex-boyfriend. And I hope that's not the case here. No, um, not for me. I know that's not the case with your ex-boyfriend or current boyfriend. Current boyfriend, yes. Current boyfriend. Current boyfriend. I'm not pulling a Rick Carlisle. Well, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> No. In case you missed it, a couple weeks ago, I predicted uh, Rick Carlisle getting fired. No, he quit. I think it was mutual. You predicted you the to... change either way. <laughs> yeah, it was, a ch- it was time for a change. I want you to Google James driving inside and thank me later. There, it's not a guarantee he's going to be a great defender, but I have a feeling. And I Googled his birthday. He's a Virgo. Mm. So he's going to take this opportunity seriously. He's going to do his job. He's going to be responsible. Although, do you remember he was suspended for three games by UConn? Mm-hmm. Because he fleed a car crash on September 28th, 27th. Yikes. Sometime in, so, yeah. I think he was charged with, like, something, like, evading responsibility. Something I didn't know was a something you could be charged with. Um yeah, huh. and also I don't think he had a license. I don't think he hurt anybody. I don't know. Did, I yeah, don't know what if, hap- it, what if happened it's just that? that. Well, okay. I'm go- uh, I'm googling it now, and apparently it smelled like alcohol. This is like rapidly getting worse. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! But it, later he turned himself in. Okay, and that's and responsible. No one got hurt. And no one got hurt. I don't think. I don't think so. I think it would have been a bigger deal if somebody had got hurt. Anyway, he ran away. So, hmm, maybe that's a red flag. Mm. All right, red flag. Red flag. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sometimes we find red flags in the things that we thought we liked. Any scouts out there listening? I don't know. <laughs> but I really, really, really love watching him play. Yeah. He's fast. And he, def- he, uh, he tries on defense. We love a person that tries. Yeah. <laughs> Especially in this NBA. Especially to not get caught when you get in a car wreck. <laughs> anyway, what's yours? <laughs> what's your next one? <laughs> um, my last one is Jared Butler, guard from Baylor, the national champions. First of all, can we just – that team – was so good, so good mm. on so many levels. Everyone just had their role. I just felt like they moved as a unit. And Jared Butler was a part of that. He averaged 16.7 points. He shot 41% from three. And he was a junior. I think staying staying there for three years really helped him. Um, and he was almost not cleared to even be in consideration for the draft and um, be a part of the NBA. Uh, But he was cleared. He was rejoicing. Um, And I think as basketball fans, we are too, because this is a type of player that 
whoever drafts him, he's going to mold into their offense and and be where he's needed to be, which is going to be so cool to see and develop. And I don't know if he's going to make an immediate impact. And that's okay. I'm okay with that. Like, take your time, just like he did at Baylor. He took three years. Now he's exiting for the NBA. Take your time. It doesn't have to happen all in your first season. Also, I found on his um, doing a deep dive into his Instagram was your favorite thing to do. (laughs) My favorite thing. It's like my hobby. Um, So he's a part of something called the player's trunk where these former like college basketball managers and former basketball players created this website where they can sell (laughs) their gear that they got Mm -hmm. out of college for like $500 shoes worn in final four game. And as a former college basketball player, like you get this stuff for free. So now you just are selling it in a way to make money. Their whole idea was another stream of income for former athletes. And that's actually pretty cool. I don't know who's buying it, but I'm happy that it's an option for some players. I know a lot of that stuff is uh, you can get it replaced too. If you're like, oh, my warm-ups. Yeah. I lost them. You really, especially at those big programs. Oh my gosh. Yeah. God, Mark Emmer is so mad right now. (laughs) I know he's seething. That's the head of the NCAA. I know he's so mad. Like, there's no way you resist this long. Yeah. And keep money out of what's practically like teenagers' hands. Mm -hmm. These young adults' hands for so long thinking that that's just... I mean, it's it's a huge power trip. That's what it is. And also, it's them being scared that players won't need the NCAA anymore. But... uh, yeah, he like must it. be so mad. Yeah, he he's he sounds like he's in support now um, from his quotes, which are say, you know, oh, it's been time, you know, like, but you're not. There's no way you're actually supportive. Not at all. No. Uh, my last one is uh, Davion Mitchell. Mm. Also Baylor. Yeah, I think he played at Auburn first and then Baylor um, guard junior mature. Uh, he is a shorty six foot still a good I mean that's a real life good height you're reading a threshold that would look good on him <laughs> yeah but, yeah for the NBA not quite um the ball handling my god the playmaking he way 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 improved at three-point shooting um last year which is growth honestly good defense like you'd think being short, the defense might be lacking. That is, again, relatively short. That is where I don't know if you're shorter and you're a good defender, I, it, it might not translate. Um, but, yeah, good pick and roll defender, so that's great. Uh, yeah, he's from Georgia. I love Southerners. Very cute. <laughs> I was Googling him yesterday. He said he studied film on Kyle Lowry, which is perfect for his size, also six foot, when he was uh, – trying to get better in college let me pull up his instagram hold on just to copy you because <laughs> i'm like there's i apparently there's good stuff on there it's good stuff i think you learn a lot 
uh okay so he has he's he's following over four thousand people so he Ooh. clearly does not care what people think <laughs> <laughs> he's also sponsored by chipotle oh gosh uh, did chipotle oh. just go through this draft <laughs> yeah oh for sure he's it's like the uh i need to think of something we're not sponsored by that sponsors like every podcast which is great because I don't want to. Well, never mind. But <laughs> erase that. But we're not. We're not sponsored. Um, I would love to be. <laughs> Same as the five star review thing. Uh, his in the Chipotle picture, he's wearing a shirt that says "Love is cool." Oh, first of all, love is cool. That's so adorable. vulnerability is is cool. Second, I like to think that this is a gay posy shirt. It feels Ooh. like it's been on Love is Love. Yeah. I need does. some more non-aggro basketball players to cheer for. So. Perfect. There be... you go. You got one. Great. Oh. Follows an, a porn star who shall not be named. But again, I think ethical porn is fine. I said again, like I say that a lot. But I, <laughs> I was going to say. Um, did you say that today? <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, I did. Um, I say that every morning when I wake up. Uh but he also follows Mountain Dew. The porn oh, stuff is, is good, but Mountain Dew. Bad. Babe. He's probably going to get sponsored by them next. Maybe that's why he's following them. If yeah. I was a college athlete, I would just follow every brand and I would start liking all of their stuff. Oh, yeah. And I would make videos of how good I am at selling things. <laughs> I love it. I think our producer, Harry, put together. Harry, do you have those pre-draft questions? So wait, can you, so what exactly are these pre-draft questions? All of the players get asked these questions? It's my understanding that in the combine interviews, the in the NFL and the NBA, the people ask these questions to try to throw players off or like see how they uh, function in kind of high pressure interview situations. And, and that's oh. like the, the goal of them. Okay, so this is intense. Yeah, I think they do this. They also ask like really intrusive questions. I've heard that before. Um, yeah, I, is... I cut all the, all those. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> great. Thanks. They're like, tell me about your girlfriend. No, they really have done that before. They are, um, yeah. Okay, oh, Jordan, I'm going to ask you this first one. Okay, go for it. If you were the size of a pencil and got stuck in a blunder, how would you get out? The so size not... of a pencil, not a literal pencil. Okay, okay, then that's that what I was be... thinking. Okay, yeah. so I am myself, but a size of a pencil. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it's a very great question. I think I would carefully try to climb up the like center part where the blades are, but being careful to be able to... <laughs> I can't. Harry, you're not Lock. muted. I'm like, oh, you're just going to make fun of us? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So being really careful, I would climb up. But I would also imagine myself with very long braids, which I usually have. So then I would throw my braid up, use it as a rope, and climb up my braid. Yeah. Rapunzel. Yeah. That's my initial thought, because, of course, 
Okay, question for you. What is Bitcoin? No. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Someone give Next me question. some. I'll figure it out. <laughs> How many ways could you use a brick in one minute? What? Use it for what? Am I like in Call of Duty? Am I in I Am Legend? Use a brick in how many ways? That's what it says. How many ways could you use a brick in a minute? That's that's what the question is. Yes. If it's one brick, the, if it's one brick, I'm not building anything, right? Um, okay. I could throw it through a window and rob somewhere. Great. I could. I could also rob someone, but that feels like it's getting violent. Um, <laughs> Did you, are you throwing the brick at the person now? I didn't say them. that. I oh, never okay. said that. All I right. never said. I implied it. I never Got said it. it. Um, <laughs> yeah, literally nothing. I don't know. God, these are st- like why? Are- okay, I can't. Let me these ask are you one. Hard. Okay, I'm scared. Why is a manhole cover round? A manhole cover round. Is this like a trick question or is there an actual answer to this? I think they're asking for the genuine reason. Um, I have no idea. Is it to stop rainfall? I don't know. Mm, I don't know. I think, I mean, if it was a square. Well, first of all, doesn't, isn't it a round hole? I don't know. I honestly, I've never lifted one up. <laughs> I'm a good member of society. I've never needed hole. to. I'm not in fucking Spider Man. I don't need to go down there. I'm sweating. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm I mean, going into the draft. Yikes. I and you know who's getting these? It's like it's definitely the lower round guys. I know. It's That's not anyone sucks. who's they're not asking Cade Cunningham why is a manhole cover round? <laughs> Maybe he didn't answer right. That's why the pistons are are iffy on him. They're like he didn't know that a square would incentivize lifting it up. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I have another one for you. You're on a mountain in Alaska on a bus. I love Alaska. Okay. Okay, so many um not prepositions. Yeah, prepositions. You're on a mountain in Alaska on a bus <laughs> going 100 miles per hour. Yikes. Where are you sitting on the bus? I guess they're asking what's the most safe place? Near the emergency exit? Is that the right answer? Um, <laughs> so I can hop out and if this is not going to end well? Let me repeat all of the prepositions here. You're oh, on God. a mountain. Okay. On the mountain. So you're going like a slope. Yeah. No? Okay, in Alaska. So think about weather and just general vibe. Um, when I say that, I'm saying I think you'd be alone. On a bus. Preposition oh, so driving. number three. No, it doesn't say you're you're driving. Well, you oh, could be okay. though. You could okay. be dri- That's probably what they want to hear. Maybe. Like, I'm she a takes leader. things into her own yeah, hands. Yeah. I'm a leader. You're going I'm going hundred miles per hour. But I feel like that's irresponsible, so I kind of don't want to be the one driving because I probably want to go 100 miles per hour on a mountain in Alaska on a bus. I'd want to be driving because you could hit the brake. 
True. Okay. Fair. Yeah. Fair. If I'm not driving, I'm near the emergency exit to make sure that I'm saving my teammates in case something goes south. There you go. Mm-hmm. That's a good answer. I think you should probably, it's probably also important to ask them, are you going up or down? Yes. Because that's mountain. what I, my initial thought, the mountain is there for the slope part. So if you're like in the back, then you would slide. I don't know. This it's not. Safe. It's early. My brain. 100 miles per hour is, is too fast. It's too fast. Poor you know bus. what would be fucked up is if What's-His-Face got this question. <laughs> He's no. like, I would simply run away. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Yikes. <gasps> oh, yeah. Uh, that would be. Sorry, right. James. Yeah, that's that's tough. That's a tough call. All right. Um, well, that's all Harry had. And I don't know if we're getting drafted based off of those questions. Hopefully my basketball skills and good looks will get me past those questions. They do in in my <laughs> yeah. In my opinion that there are more than enough. So thank you. Thank you. Appreciate You're welcome. It. <laughs> um yeah, so anyway, the draft is happening very soon in two days. It's happening on Thursday, right? Yep, on Thursday. Yeah. Can't um, wait for the fits. They're going to be great. Should we make bets with each other about what do you think the dumbest thing that's going to happen will be? That the Pistons don't pick Cade. That they they talk about it, they brainstorm, they they're on their text chain, and then they're like, you know what, we're not gonna do it, and they pick like Luke Garza, who's from Iowa. <laughs> okay, Luke. poor Luke. If you're a Luke and you get picked way ahead of where you should be, <laughs> good for you. Good for you, but there's precedent there, and it's not looking good. <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say. Uh, okay, let's leave it at that. Yeah, that's good. Leave us your predictions for draft night because I'm sure something crazy is going to happen. Or um, tell us who wins best dress because that's my best thing. Especially on their Instagram, they're going to be posting and tagging all of their weird suits. I love it. Leave us a voicemail at 502-874-4453 or send us an email at spencers at bluerpods.com to be featured on the show. Spencers is hosted by me, Haley O'Shaughnessy, and Jordan Liggins. This episode was produced by Jordan, Isabel Jocelyn, Harry Krinsky, and Alex Ward. Our production coordinator is Devin Shepard, and our executive producers are Peter Moses, John Yales, and me. in Chicago. Uh, the WNBA has been like slowly releasing their new jerseys, but it's really chaotic and only some of them are available at certain six sporting goods. And I think it's actually a brilliant strategy. I think it's creating way more buzz than if they had gone around like a planned delivery date instead of just seeing people doing a scavenger hunt for new jerseys. It's amazing. Bye.